Oh, man. So I found ignorant shit on YouTube Music featuring yeah, Benny I- Seigel. Seigel. I don't know how no, to say that. No, Seagull. Seagull? Dude, okay, why does the I make an E sound? Explain that to me. I can't explain the English language, period. We got so many letters that don't make that's, any sense. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> but yeah. Mini Seagull. Okay. I should know that. After Playlist, the music discovery and reaction podcast. I am one of your hosts, Terrio. And I'm Brennan Lee. Have you ever been jamming to a song because the beat is fire and then you realize they're actually talking about some real shit in the lyrics? That's what we're talking about today. But first, as always, you know, we got some disclaimers. As much as we love music and talking about it, we do got to get some of this stuff out of the way first. First and foremost, as always, we respect everyone's opinion, regardless of how wrong and terrible it may be. Number two, we're just talking about the music. If an artist gets canceled before, after, or during the discussion, that doesn't mean we're advocating for whatever they got canceled for, one way or the other. And some of the songs may contain explicit language. Actually, I'll go and say several of the songs do explain explicit, do contain explicit language today. So have that in mind with sub- sensitive subject matters. You know, we might let a few slip. So listening discretion is advised. Lastly, you can check the show notes for our song links or as well as additional information about the artists featured on today's episode and as well as direct links to the playlist for today's episode, which is available on both YouTube, YouTube Music, and on Spotify. Yes, we are on Spotify. Yep, yep, yep. Not all the playlists will be on Spotify, but, you know, if I can make it work, we're going to put it on Spotify for you. As much as we can, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. With that being said, let's, let's get right into it, right? So, in today's episode, um, again, uh, we're featuring upbeat songs that have a deep message or sometimes a dark message or maybe a hidden message to it. But you're so busy jamming to the beat that you really don't, you know, you may not catch it at first. But this is a playlist for people like me who are beat first and then lyrics afterwards. And then a couple of these songs on this playlist, uh, for sure, I'm just jamming to it. Even when preparing for this episode this week, there's been a couple of times I caught myself like, doo, 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 you know, I'm listening to the track. I'm just like, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I oh. caught myself doing that a lot, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Especially because a lot of pretty much all of your picks I had not heard before. Mm-hmm. So like and, and they're really good. Just like even outside of this topic, they're just good songs, in my opinion. So I was definitely jamming along. And then like, you know, one of those lines in the song that kind of keys you into what they're really talking about would, would come on them, and it would just, like, you crash back down to earth, like, oh, yeah, this is... Why am I smiling, bopping my head to this song? Right? Whatever they're talking about. Right. Terrible, terrible it, stuff. 100%. It's just like, some, like these songs, like, again, you're jamming, bobbing your head, and then you're just like, yeah, I need to rethink my life, or think about somebody <laughs> else's life, or I need to go help somebody. There's somebody in danger right now that I don't know. I mean, it's just like it's a whole it's a whole mindfuck. Um, so we're gonna kind of flip it up a little bit. So uh, we're not gonna just go in order of the playlist like we have done in episodes past. Uh, so I'm gonna toss a question to you first, Brandon. What song on this playlist you f- you personally found the most relatable? So. The one I felt I related to just straight off the bat the most 
and even more so once I actually like looked up the lyrics was one of your picks and it was in another time uh-huh. by disturbed correct me if I'm wrong but I'm pretty sure he's talking about in the song about how just like all of the issues I guess and negative aspects that come about with our always online culture nowadays and how in a different time and and in my mind as as both of us are kind of you know we're we're right there on that generation gap we're like a good chunk of our early years was before that point and then you know obviously since then we've been in the world we're in but like i definitely have clear foundational memories of living in a world before everyone was always connected and what that was like and just definitely as someone who is not at all really like you know some people they say terminally online like i i'm just so not i'm like so opposite into the spectrum from that that like mm-hmm. that just really connected with me i felt like was just like man yeah it's just people are just living their entire lives based around these fake interactions they're having online with different yeah. people and it's just like in a different time things were just you know maybe not maybe not always better or, or always worse but just different and and, and some aspects better and some aspects and some aspects worse yeah. um yeah that was definitely the one that just like connected to me, that i connected to the most just because again like of, of how being online averse i am nowadays in a lot of ways yeah i i totally agree with that and you know especially given the nature of you know what we're doing now um it's a little bit different i would say doing a podcast because you know we're online but it's not like online online kind of deal so when i first heard that song i related to that one so hardcore um especially on what a line he said um uh what why are we not living life instead of watching other people's lives go by yes that was that, the line that really did it for me too yeah so when i when i caught that one that, that was all listed to the album and that's that, that was one of the songs from that album um that that really just like i don't remember when that album came out but it was like it's definitely i'm looking one. it up right now actually yeah it's, it's definitely a fairly recent one maybe like a couple years 2018 ago. 2018 yeah so when i heard that i was like damn either i'm getting old or just being just the way people People think the stuff that they see online is real, and that goes for social media as well as reality entertainment and all and all these other different things. So much so that these people will talk about celebrities and other things as if they know these people personally. Yeah, and then you know we'll have that as a water cooler conversation. or talk about well, you heard such and so broke over with this person. That per- I don't know who these people are, nor do I care. Like, that's I that's just- the big thing for me, man. It's like I don't I don't care. It's I don't it, in a lot of ways it's like borderline for some people it's borderline mental illness, just like how like, I don't know, out of touch with, with actual reality they can get from that. And like, mm-hmm. it's not even like necessarily a, well, I don't know. I was going to say it's not necessarily a harmful thing, but I honestly, I think in a lot of ways it is. It, it is. I mean, like when you, when you're not focused on creating real authentic, like, uh, IRL <laughs> relationships instead of these parasocial relationships to where like, again, you're online and you're talking to these celebrities or these people who are so far away and you're having this one side of conversation with them and you, because they share their things that because they share their lives with you, you feel like you know them, but in actual reality, you don't because they're only showing you what they want you to know. So I don't know. It's kind of weird, but yeah, that, that one, that one definitely, um, that one stuck, stuck a chord with me. So that's a good pick on that one. 
Yeah, that was a good pick for you. Or by, oh. by you, I should say, for sure. Oh yeah. oh, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. That was one of the ones I would love whenever I was like listening. That was one of the ones I was just like, oh, of course it's disturbed. But yeah, I would be screaming along to it. And another time. <laughs> it's a good song. Yeah, absolutely. I will say just that song in particular. I've not listened to Disturbed, man, since like what? since I was like in high school, like a decade yeah. and, and more ago now. Um, I, I need to go back and listen to them. <laughs> I feel like I say that so much about different <laughs> artists and groups on this yeah. podcast. But oh, yeah. yeah, I've not listened to them in like a decade. And obviously they have newer music than that out. So. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, th- I think they have. A, I think they had an album, maybe one or two albums after this this one that came out, and they're still going strong, man. Definitely, and they're, they're all stand up dudes. Like you watch them in interviews and like how they interact with fans and stuff. They're like to be for for a while. They were kind of the face of like heavy rock. I feel like mm. for a lot of people, yeah, to still be like pretty stand up dudes, as far as I can tell. Yeah, it's just always like to give a nod to that. Just like the industry hasn't completely corrupted them you know <laughs> exactly exactly not completely <laughs> yeah um yeah well all right so what, what song do you feel like you related to okay so i'm gonna do two only reason why i'm doing two because the topics are very similar um okay. and it's migraine by uh 21 pilots and problems with ludicrous um it's just <laughs> mental health is a real thing, people. And yeah. just some of the things that go on in my head, not put up not putting all my business <laughs> out there, but man, mental health is definitely a real thing. So it's just like some days are better than others. And yeah, yeah. When I heard that one, just like when he basically said like some days or I'd rather I'd rather not have this headache in my in my head. I'd rather not have this migraine. I'd rather have an alternative. Uh, I would say what the alternative is, but you get what I'm saying. Um and I'm just like, yep, yep. And the same thing with Ludacris. Sometimes I wish my problems would go away, away. Which I love the chorus away. on that. Yeah. <laughs> CeeLo killed it. <laughs> he did. He really yeah. did. Yeah. Um, I, I will say just real quick that I should have looked this up just to verify it, but I feel like it's been several years since I like read up on all this. But I think the lead singer for 21 Pilots has mm. schizophrenia. Okay. Or something similar, something along those lines. Um, so, yeah, this song, Migraine, is very much so about his battle with with that in particular and the, the suicidal thoughts and the depression that comes from that. And just, yeah, it's not necessarily a song I like personally relate to on like a super personal level, but I think. A lot of people today can definitely relate to it on some level. Just everyone's going through some kind of mental struggle at some oh, point yeah. in their lives, you know? Absolutely. And an honorable mention to uh, 21 Pilots has another song called Stressed Out that I have in my rotation. I almost picked that one instead. They, they have a lot of <laughs> songs that really fit this topic. Exactly. Of, of, you know, deeper meaning, but poppy, happy-go-lucky sounds. Mm-hmm. This was hey. Migraine just happened to be the first one that kind of popped in my head. Mm-hmm. Whenever I was like, yeah, I, I never heard, I never heard migraine. So I, mean, I knew, I knew about stressed out, but I never heard migraine. And then I listened to that, and I was just like, okay. And I'm listening to the thing, 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 thing. And I'm like, okay. And this is one of the ones that we were talking about in the beginning. I was like, okay, this beat going pretty good. Okay. And I listened to the lyrics. I'm just like, oh, okay, all right, oh, 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 okay, yep, feeling things, 
filler things. <laughs> it does have, because there's like a couple lines where he talks about how he thinks he's going to be okay because of, and a, a large part, and because of music, the music that he's making or whatever is a lot of his like therapy getting it out. Mm-hmm. Um, so it does have, you know, it's not completely bleak. And yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hopeless. But yeah. it definitely, I mean, just anytime, that's, those are just heavy subject matters to, to tackle and to come at it from such a personal, vulnerable spot. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, a couple with just the hat with the because it is a bop. Oh yeah, music lines. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. And then um, and switching back to the ludicrous song, like one of the lines of that song that really um keeps me that that, that really resonates with me personally when he said, um, the only thing that's keeping me uh alive is my music. Yeah, and uh, and just me being such a music person throughout inside and out. I'm just like, yep, that's the only thing that's keeping me from losing it is just music in general. So I'm just like, yeah. Obviously, I, I can relate to the millionaire status and the people asking you for money and all that stuff. I can't relate to that level of it, but just the, just you know, wanting the promise to go away and you know, you're trying yes. to make, you're trying to be successful, you're trying to be a leader, but people second guessing you all the time, and it's just, yeah, it's a whole thing. So I'm like, yeah, it's a lot. Just the promise again. I, I'm gonna probably say it a couple more times, but literally every song on here, I feel like is a banger. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt. What song on this playlist do you feel was the most impactful? Meaning, uh, obviously, you know, you, we can't all relate to all the different subject matters in these songs, but upon hearing it, what song really like kind of kind of stuck with you and made you be like, oh wow, that's that's a intense subject matter. Um so I'm gonna go with another one of your picks, I think. Um Giving in, okay, by Adema, okay, because this was another one I really should have like probably pulled up like the genius lyrics just to verify. But from what I can tell, it's it's a it's a song about giving in to your addiction, right? In a moment mm-hmm. like, and and having people around you kind of watch that happen. Yeah, um, I do kind of relate to this one just because I've I've had people close to me go with addiction or or deal with addiction rather, um, mm-hmm. but just. Just the it because this was one that kind of took I think a couple of listens before I like really kind of keyed into the lyrics on what what he was giving into and I kind of pieced that together and once it hit me that's this was out of all these songs was definitely one I was like oh 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 <laughs> that's what it's about um, it's very well done it's another good rock heavy rock song I was also screaming along to this one. Yeah. Um, even before really realizing what it was about, yeah. even after too, but it was definitely one of those ones where I'd be screaming along to it. I'd be like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just uh, definitely just because uh, I think mostly just because it took several times and then I had that like huge light bulb moment. Yeah, yeah, that was me. Um, when I first had this song in my rotation, I don't know, don't don't remember how or where I I encountered this song. I think it was like around the time I borrowed somebody's iPod and I was like, hey, let me let me see what music you got and <laughs> put it on my computer. And I came across the song and it took me years. I, I just like the I like that kind of grungy metal when I was kind of getting into rock. Like that's the level of rock I like. Um, and then once I started keying into the lyrics a little bit more, I was like, ooh, this sucks. And then on top of that, I personally had a friend that was struggling with um, an addiction issue at the time. And I was just like, oh, Wow. Okay. Yeah. This is. It, it was hitting too close to home at that at that point. I said, not me, but like again, somebody I know who had to go to rehab and all these kind of different things. I was like, yeah, to kind of push your mind in their perspective. And then with me knowing 
more about the struggles um, from from what they were telling me and, you know, helping helping them go through different classes and all that stuff, um, trying to be a support system. Mm-hmm. Um, just hearing that song, I was like, oh, yeah, so this is probably what they're going through um, when they're battling those kind of things. So what see. about you? Which one which one had the most impact on you? Which also I just want to say real quick that. I just Googled it because this was actually kicking around in my brain like this this whole last week. But the name, like their band name is Edema. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually a medical term or a, a misspelled medical term, I believe. Okay. Edema, E-D-M-A or E-D-E-M-A, um, which is the medical term for swelling caused by fluid trapped in the body's tissues. Huh. I don't know. It might not. It might. They might have been going for something completely different, but. I mean, it's just it's a weird coincidence, so we're going to roll with it. Um, if we're wrong, let us know in the comments. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the one that was impactful for me um, was Bag Lady by Erica Baudu. Um, just uh, when that song first came out, I was uh, I was like, why are they sampling Dr. Dre Explosive? That's the <laughs> I was so confused. And then... Um, and that be, at first, I was like, this song is too. Why she talking about a bag lady? Like, I wasn't really paying attention to the lyrics. I just heard that. Da, 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 da. So she oh, sampled oh, oh. Dr. Dre, not the other way around? Yeah, this came out after that. But I'm not even sure the Dr. Dre version wasn't original. I just know I heard the first time I heard it was on Chronic uh, 2001 with Dr. Dre, uh, Explosive. Uh, and then I heard that same sample on Erica Badu's song. And I was just like, okay, it's too soon to be sampling that already. <laughs> um, so that's that was my logic in it. Didn't make any sense. It's completely inaccurate, but whatever. Um, that's how I felt at the time. And I, I kind of just dismissed the song. But then later in life, you know, actually paying attention to the lyrics and listening to it, there's a lot of bag ladies out there. There's a lot of bag dudes out there, too. Um, mm-hmm. And just the fact being that, like, I like the whole metaphor of the song is like, you hanging on to too much shit. Like, you trying to, you know, move forward and you can't move because you're carrying all the shit with you. You gotta let that shit go. And having recently dealt with a bag lady, um, it definitely, <laughs> definitely resonated at home. I'm just like, yeah, you holding on to too much stuff, girl. You gotta, yeah, you gotta, gotta let that go. <laughs> and I really like the end where she, where she has the part where it's like um, 10, 12 different types of bag lady. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Ziploc bag lady, yeah. backpack lady, <laughs> nickel bag lady, like yep. um, booty bag lady. <laughs> That's just definitely goes, you know, hand in hand with with what you were just saying, with the message of it doesn't matter like where you are in life or or what you've got. You know, this it it only hurts you to like really hold on to that baggage and and let it weigh you down, keep you from being able to move forward into, you know, bigger and better things. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So and and I love I love the harmonies with it. I love the production with it. Um, Of course, Erica Badu is great. Of course, of course, of course. And she has the wonderful talent of taking something simplistic and making it full. Because mm-hmm. like there wasn't, it wasn't really like a lot of a lot of um, production required in this song. And and I just love the fact being like the claps and even the tambourines were like offbeat because it, it kind of felt like you know you kind of were having a jam session essentially. Yeah, which um, she's very known for doing that as well as freestyle singing and stuff. So I'm not sure if this was like one of her freestyle songs originally or not, but definitely, um, definitely a bop for sure. And every time it came on, I I listened to it at least multiple times in a row because that just it's just a good feeling. And then again, the music you sway it with it, and then you just like 
yeah, probably got to let some stuff go. Right. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I've been carrying around this Ziploc bag for the longest time. <laughs> you throw shit in the trash. <laughs> well, before we go on, though, I do want to ask, was, was there any or out of all of these songs on the playlist, which song do you feel like maybe took you the longest to kind of realize the disconnect between the happy go lucky upbeat melodies and then the deeper darker lyrics was there one song in particular that you were just like once like kind of how i had the light bulb moment with with giving in where it's like you've Mm -hmm. been hearing the song for a while and then it finally oh that's what it's about oh yeah 100 foster the people pumped up kicks what the fuck like i've heard that song so many times and i'm just like okay cool like you know right i'm just like you know hearing a little about the beat and everything jamming to it and then again this week i adamantly listened to the lyrics and i was just like ooh, they talking about damn school shootings yeah like and that was so that song came out that was like the first song i thought of for this topic just because like i had that light bulb moment. Cause I think this came out in like, I was either middle school or early high school when it came out. Mm-hmm. And it was definitely one of those songs where it got super popular for a while. You heard it on the radio, heard it all over the place. I would always be, you know, I had it on like my old iPod or whatever that I had. Mm-hmm. Um, for the longest time, I just assumed it was about like maybe in my mind, right. I thought it was like about a poor kid who was like envious of like a rich kid's like pumped up kicks or nicer shoes or whatever. Yeah. And like he was going to like steal them. Yeah. But that's no, he's literally finding his dad's six shooter and then coming into school and killing people for them. Yeah. And that was like a major mindfuck when, when that happened. I was like, Oh, Ooh, I can never listen to the song the same again. And this is one of the songs this week that was kind of like, like i like it the production wise but man considering this song came out in 2011 at the time of recording is 2023 the subject matter of this song has not decreased it has only increased and yeah and i'm just sadly like, sadly and i'm just like man like <laughs> it's too real so yeah yeah so that one that that was one of the ones that really Again, fortunately, you know, I haven't had to endure that and nor have, you know, any of my family or friends close by had to endure that. I was like from the school level. Right. Um, but same here um, so but, far. Yeah, so far. But yeah, just <laughs> the, the 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 epitome of up tempo and talk about a deeper dark subject mm-hmm. and not really catching it because you're too busy on the dance floor dancing and then you tune in at the wrong part or the, or the right part technically and then you're just like, "Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. Let me go. I'm gonna have a seat. I'm gonna have several seats right now. <laughs> Figure my life out. Yeah, I, I think that was also. If I had to pick one, that was definitely that would be my pick as well. Just you know, like for what I just talked about it, because it was several years of it being like, oh, that's that popular song about rich kids' shoes. Yeah. Before I like finally realized sometime in high school, like, oh no, it's not. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? Big on them for being daring to put that out as a single. Yeah. So let's get to the rest of the playlist. Um, for this part, I just want to kind of just run down it. The, yeah. The songs we have covered. Okay. So the first one, the first one remaining on the playlist that we haven't discussed already is Do You Know Where Your Children Are by Michael Jackson. This was definitely one of the ones I was like, 
Because, man, I, I was, like, bopping along to it. Even after I knew, like, I would be, like, ah, oh, cringing to myself, but I'm still bopping along to it. Because it's Michael Jackson, man. Whenever he's singing about children going missing and, and young ladies running away from home to escape abuse and fall into more abuse. But then in the middle of all of these, hee-hee-hee, oh, yeah. oh. So it's like, <laughs> what are we doing here, Michael? Why? Yeah, it's so many layers. This song... <laughs> So, okay. So, some context on this song. So, this is definitely a posthumous album um, of music, whatever. So, I don't know when the original, original version of the song was recorded. But the version that's on this playlist is the one that was produced by Timbaland. Because Timbaland did the the Escape album, majority of production of it. So, this is his retake or reimagining of that unreleased song that he had in his archives. That might This had archives. to have been written, I feel like... I could be wrong, but I feel like it had to have been written in like late 80s, early 90s when like the the like missing people on milk cartons was like at its height, mm-hmm. whatever, because uh, I know that wasn't like a super long period, whatever stretch of time that was. I, f- I feel like in my gut, that's when this song was at least written. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I can see with that. With all that I, in mind. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. But this is definitely one of the songs where like the beat is like slapping. And you listen to the lyrics, and you're just like, I don't know how to feel about this because I kind of want to dance, but also I'm not trying to promote sex trafficking and a child being abused, and also wondering where my kids are. So it was just like, it's yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. So this was the first song for me <laughs> to put on this playlist. So I was just like, this is the one that really my mind is like so conflicted because the music is telling you to do one thing, and then the subject matter of the song is telling you to do another. Is is yeah, I've always felt some kind of way about this song every time it comes on. <laughs> it's interesting. I didn't realize this was a Michael Jackson song I was not familiar with because, mm-hmm. as we've talked both on and off air, I, I'm not super familiar with a lot of like, if they're not like a big hit of Michael Jackson, I probably don't know it very well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's interesting that this was like a posthumous release. Mm-hmm. Like, I wonder if there was in like in, if that was intentional on like whenever he was still alive if they, like he intentionally chose not to release it for some reason yeah i'm quite i mean definitely considering the subject matter and some of the other songs he had he was probably like maybe this is not i get I, I don't know i guess like from from an artistic perspective i can also speak for i can also speak for myself on this one sometimes right. when you're feeling some kind of emotion sometimes it's good to go ahead and write it out and go ahead and just put it out, but not necessarily for the, not put it out, but get it out of your system. Right. And then it's not, not necessarily it for the world to see. It's just, it could be a, th- yeah, I totally yeah. get that. Yeah. So I'm thinking this probably what happened with this particular song. And then, you know, his estate and the record labels and all this stuff started combing through whatever files they had. It was like, Hey, we probably could turn this into something. Right. And, um, but the good thing about this album, the escape album, um, it features both versions. So it show it has the, the, the the playlist, the track list with all the remakes, you know, with Timberland. I think even uh, Rodney Jerkins did a song on there too. Um, Justin Timberlake appeared on this album too, so that's interesting. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is it's, it's, it was actually a decent duet, even though they obviously wasn't in the same room or in the same plane of existence. But you know, it, it actually sounded like they were you know in the studio together, so it was a pretty good production. But um, yeah, so they have the Timbaland remakes, the new versions of the song, and then they have the originals as well. And a lot of them, a lot of the reimaginings kind of take elements from the original, but obviously, you know, Timbaland put his own thing onto it. Um, and then some of them were complete, just 
180 of the original. So um, it, it, I, I like when they do that. Like if you're going to do a posthumous album, include both versions of it. So that way people can hear what the artist's true intention yeah. was versus, you know, reimagining. Uh, especially with like Tupac, like Tupac has so many different songs with the same lyrics, but like 18 different versions of it. Mm-hmm. So, and you like, like which way did he really want this song to come out to be? So, you know, so I, th- yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Moving on down the list, we already discussed problems with Ludacris. Um, slow your roll. Slow your roll with Chester Bennington. Chester Bennington by Young Buck. I, I really love the message of this song, bro. Yeah. It was just, you know, it's, it's now that I'm like getting, like I'm, I'm finally starting to get to that age where I like, I feel like an adult. I can look at a teenager and be like, you kids. You know, like I can have that that mentality sometimes. I, I definitely see, like, I, I'm able to get the perspective of, like, man, so many people. Whenever you're like young and fearless, and you feel invincible, and you get all those hormones driving you to do crazy stuff, it's just smart and good for you to just take a breath, slow your roll, don't mm-hmm. be acting all crazy off, you know, off the jump without yeah. thinking things through. Because, like, there are very real consequences that you've not experienced a lot of times in life that will can at least happen to you or, or will happen to you. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you on that one, bro. Um, it's definitely one of those songs that it just, it gives me chills every time I listen to this song um, for different reasons. One, because young books verses are so vulnerable. They um, really are. Um, and just like telling the tales of, you know, things that happened to him and like his uncle and his cousin. Mm-hmm. And then like the girl that, you know, she was so mad that like, she was going to pull a gun on her, I guess her love interest or her dude that she was fawning over and then shot herself in the back. Because right. She it's just it. like, just like doing just, too much. <laughs> yeah, man. Just dumb. Like I want to say immature, but I feel like that's not, it doesn't like fully broach what it is necessarily like it is immaturity but it's also hasty decision making like a lot of times we do stuff in the moment and yeah. we think it's okay uh because we're, that's how we feel and we let our emotions take over and this is one of those songs that definitely talk about the fact being just hey take a moment breathe think about it before you do whatever it is you plan on doing because right now you're not thinking straight you're frustrated and just like you i've definitely crossed over into that that feel actually let me stop lying. I crossed over to this field a long time ago. I've always been an old man. <laughs> like, even in my 20s, I was been an old man. So it was just like one of those things where I'm just like, hey, you know what? I'm good. <laughs> you know, and with with my peers, like, hey, let's go do this. Let's go do this. Let's go do that. Nah, I'm good. Like, I don't, I don't want to do that. But I will honestly say that high note at the end when Chester went off, mm-hmm. it gives me chills every single time like just the the amount of emotion and grit in that and that chorus right before the end when he says a line i don't want to live anymore i don't want to live anymore this can't be life i don't want to live anymore and then knowing what happened to him i'm just like ooh, this song is different now it does (laughs) yeah it really does and that i mean that's in my opinion that's what made chester so great was he was able to bring like you you could feel the emotions listening to him sing yeah um but yeah definitely i I had a similar moment listening pretty much every single time listening to the song we're just again like we talked in the past just listening to you know old and new lincoln park stuff it just man hits you in the gut 
It really does. And I don't know who produced it. It sounded like it sounded like Mike should know to produce it, but I really I haven't. I don't know. I don't have the track list in front of me. So, but y'all can find that out online. Um, but yeah, that was one of the ones that I definitely had to replay multiple times. Like not the whole song, but once I get to that bridge and then Chester goes off at the end, I scroll back every time <laughs> just to hear that that note and that grit. Ugh, and just yeah. again, just showing how well and how talented the people or the whole group of Lincoln Park are to be able to like merge with hip hop mm-hmm. as well as they did. Exactly. Exactly. So I thought that was fire. Yeah. I really, really, really like Slow Your World. Oh, yeah. It was, it was probably top three for me on the whole album. For sure. For the, sure. the whole playlist, I mean. Yeah, play this as like an album, <laughs> technically. Um, okay, so we're going to skip a few songs that we've already discussed um, yep. and jump down to Swimming Pools, Drake, Kendrick Lamar. So this was another one. This was this was one of my picks. This was another one that was kind of pretty immediately popped in my head thinking about this topic. Because um, this was... So most people know this song, if you're a fan of Kendrick or whatever, and they know it as like... If you're at a house party and you're about to take shots, this is the song you throw on or something. Or, you know, it's just it has that vibe to it. And mm-hmm. I definitely the first like three to six times I ever drank in college and like got really drunk because I didn't know my limits. I remember like. So here's a good example. The first time I ever blacked out from drinking too much alcohol, not knowing my limits, I have like a vague memory of like right before I lost consciousness, this was one of the songs playing. Mm-hmm. Right. But the actual song he's talking about, like growing up in a household where everyone was constantly drinking and like, like the name of the song swimming pools, drinking enough liquor that could like literally fill up a swimming pool, which is like not at all healthy. And he talks <laughs> about like peer pressure to mm-hmm. drink a lot and how like, you know, a lot of the times you, you don't know your you don't know your limits, especially whenever you're young and dumb and you're trying to just keep up with everyone else. And people are pretty, oh, like, oh, man, I'll, I'll show you how to do it. Come over here and take some more. And he has mm-hmm. the whole like battle with his conscience. Yeah. Whatever about drinking more. Um, just as someone who did go through that, kind of found my limits and then relatively quickly compared to a lot of people was like, OK, I don't really need I don't feel the need at least to like be wild and out getting super drunk, drinking a whole lot super often uh definitely related to me a good bit but yeah yeah just interesting that to this day it's still considered like a a fun drinking party song when really he's talking about like how messed up that can be if your whole life rotates around drinking and and how peer pressure can kind of you know set you on a path to do stuff you don't want to do yeah absolutely yeah um it took me a minute to catch this one um because like this is like I want to say probably one of the first Kendrick songs I actually like paid attention to uh, when it first came out. It was this one and then the song he did with uh, Drake that sampled Janet Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, so which like, it is uh, off of uh, Good Kid, Mad City, which was his yeah. first full album. Okay, that's why. Yeah. Which so, bo- both of those songs were. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I just knew Pull Up, Drink, Stand Out, Drink. I was like, yeah, it was definitely a party song. And then it wasn't, you know, I, I forgot about this song, honestly. Uh, but once we put it back on the play, that started listening to it this week. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this song. And then listen to the lyrics. I was like, yeah, this song wasn't 
The song hasn't been used in its intention. <laughs> no, not at all. It's actually funny you bring up the chorus because, like, if you think about it, like, it kind of says it all there, right? Or it's talking about, you know, after every action you drink and then in the middle you pass out mm-hmm. and then you wake up and then you keep drinking. Like that, I know yeah. people do that when they're partying, the boot and rally, nap and rally, whatever, but that's not healthy. <laughs> Yeah. And, and Kendrick, as as stated in several interviews, he doesn't really. I mean, he he does partake in drinks every now and again, mm. but doesn't really do any other drugs. And he's not like super wilding out, getting drunk, at least yeah. anymore. He might have in his younger days, but at this point, he's not. Um, so he's definitely saying like, no, this is an unhealthy way to go about this. It's not yeah. good. Yeah, I I remember one time, um, once I you know became of age, and. Like pretty much in my family, I'm known as a goody two shoes. Blah 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 blah. Um, Me too, but, to some extent. Yeah, yeah. Which is not the truth at all. But I'm just I'll put all my stuff out there like that. Plead the fifth. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, but I remember one time I uh, uh, once I became of age or whatever, and I I cracked up in a beer, and my whole family kind of looked at me, was like, "You drink?" I was like, "Yeah." I mean, not all the time, but you know, whatever. And I remember I passed I, I, I passed out of my uncle's house. And uh, I woke up in the morning, one of my other uncles, not good morning. Hey, how you doing? You know, I'm still, I got one eye open. Like I'm just, I pass out on the couch or whatever. And he's like, hey, here you go, nephew. <laughs> Had a whole beer. Like, like, can I get a glass of water first? Like, <laughs> like, can I, I sit up? I just woke up. You already got a, you already got a, a can in my face. I'm like, ah, Lee. So I was like, after that point, I was like, yeah, I'm not going out of that path. Yeah, it's okay. Don't get me wrong. Live your life. Do you? I don't judge nobody. But I just know for me, uh, that's those are some expensive habits. I'm good. Yeah. Don't <laughs> don't judge anybody, but also don't like you know don't peer pressure other people. Don't pressure people to do stuff they don't want to do. If someone says they're cool with one drink or they don't want to drink at all, just yeah. Don't don't give them hell for that and try and force them to. Yeah. It's yeah. Not cool. It's not cool. And then nine times out of ten, you want to remember pressuring that person anyway because you too fucked up. Right. So, so it's, it's all, you know, everything in moderation, I say. Um, moving on to the next one, which I'm going to need your help with. Um, he said, she said. So I listened to this one um, a couple of times. And what I'm gathering, what I'm gathering, <laughs> English, what I'm gathering from this song is, I want to say not verbal abuse, but more like. It kind it, of is it, verbal. It's about a like a manipulative yeah, boyfriend. gaslighting situation. Yeah, very, very much so. Um, I, I would say that's a form of verbal abuse. You know, the the lines like, like it's all in your head, but keep your ear to the grapevine. Get drunk, but don't be a mess. You know, you need to eat more, but watch your, your waistline. waistline. Like everything has like a condition behind it, which mm-hmm. is like kind of textbook manipulative, like relationship behavior. In a lot mm-hmm. of ways. And yeah, I don't know if it's necessarily like deep or hidden, but the song itself is very much like an upbeat synth pop type song. And oh, yeah. it's it's full on tackling how it's like the girl, because, it's, you know, the lead singer is singing like from the girl's perspective about like she can't feel like she can escape from it. She doesn't know mm-hmm. how to get out of the situation, which is pretty mm-hmm. dark. I'm sure there's a lot of people. I, actually, I know there's a lot of people that that find themselves in that situation where they're in a relationship, whether it's a, a romantic relationship or even, you know, another type of relationship where the abuse just keeps cycling in whatever form it takes. And then you just kind of feel trapped. You don't know how to get out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's a lot of conflicting uh, 
<laughs> I'm sorry. Um, to quote the philosopher Little Dicky, <clears throat> it's all these conflicting principles. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Exactly. So, so you say one thing and you do another, and then you tell me it's all in my head. It's all in my head. So, um, when you introduce me a little bit more into the band churches, this is definitely one of the songs I actually liked uh, from the synthy aspect of it. Like that's the part that gravitated me towards it. I love so, this uh, whole album too, by the way. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! So, um, but yeah. So the, the, this is the first one that I liked. And um and then when you added this to the playlist, I was like, oh yeah, I remember this song. I like this song. And then I listened to it. I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> damn it, it's happening again. <laughs> this was happening. one where whenever it came out, I definitely would be singing along, and I'm just like in my car, like he said, and I'm like whipping my head back and forth, and I'm like getting my bad girl attitude. And then like after listening to it a few times, I was like, oh no, he said some terrible things. Yeah, like, he's an asshole. <laughs> yeah, he is not okay. Yeah, definitely not okay. Speaking of not okay, the police. Well, hold up. That was that was a good segue, but bad segue <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> we'll just leave it there. The police. Not okay. Leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, speaking of not okay, the police in multiple iterations of that form. Uh every breath you take. <laughs> so, yeah, this so. was this was this was one that I feel like really deserves to be on here because this is like the granddaddy, I feel like, of this whole topic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I sent you the um, I'm Missing You Puff Daddy version. So that's the version I heard first. I had no idea who the police were um, uh, as far as the band or whatever. So and then the controversy that followed that was a whole other thing. But um, but Yeah. It definitely, it, it definitely puts me in a, in a certain mindset when I hear when, I just when I want guitar come in. people to stop playing this at weddings, bro. Yeah. This is not a romantic song about <laughs> two loving individuals in a committed relationship. This is about some dude who thinks he's in love with someone stalking the hell out of them mm-hmm. to, you know, dangerous levels. Like literally every breath you take, I'll be there watching you. Like, but everyone just yeah. hears it as like, oh, that's so sweet. You'll be there for every step I take. And it's like, no, <laughs> no, bitch, stop. It's scary. Don't fall in love with the stalker. Stop it. No. Here are- After playlist. Stalking is bad. Yes, we will firmly take that stance. (laughs) Stalking is bad. The more you know. (laughs) Yeah, for me, this is a song that comes on because they always pretty much at work. They're pretty much constantly playing some variation of an 80s Mm -hmm. hits playlist. And so this song always comes on. And every time it comes on, I'm just like, (laughs) this creepy, romantic and quotes, not romantic song. It just yeah. drives me crazy because you still to this day you see people play it in like you know YouTube videos where it's all supposed to be all lovey dovey and stuff. You see it in weddings. It just yeah. it hurts me to to see because it's like no, the song is terrible. <laughs> all right, so for the last one, I'm gonna need you to break this one down for me. <laughs> so I catch certain parts of the song, and but as far as like the if there's a deeper or darker tale behind it, I don't know. There's only really. You gotta like really like pull up the lyrics and kind of look at them on this mm-hmm. one. So right. I guess we should, should say what it is, right? Yeah. Uh, outcasts, hey y'all, 
Andre 3000 and, and Big Boy, and everyone, I think, mostly remembers this as, like, the Polaroid picture song. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's really just, like, a few lines. One of them that was, like, the the giveaway for me is he literally just not even singing or rapping or anything. Just in the middle of the song, he's, like, something along the lines, probably butchering, but something along the lines, like, y'all don't even want to hear me. Y'all just want to dance. Yep. And then he goes right back into the song. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he has a couple other lines later on where he's talking about how... I guess it's like the second verse where it's like, if they, if what they say is nothing is forever, then what makes love the exception? And then he goes on to say, are why, oh, why, oh, why are we so in denial when we know we're not happy here? And that's whenever he says, y'all don't want to hear me. You just want to dance. Okay. So the song is about like staying it's a breakup in. Song. It's, it, it's, I don't know if it's, it, it's borderline a breakup song. It's, it seems to be about like, cause he also talks about earlier in the song, parents staying together to show them how it, I, I think a lot of it is just sticking together for like the sake of appearances even though you're not really like in love with each other anymore and like yeah. what what that can do to you and, and what that is and how you can like kind of feel like you're you're trapped and like you, you still have you know memories and probably some emotion mm-hmm. towards the person you're with but it's just not the same and you're just living in the Nile because you've been together for so long and you feel like that's just the right thing to do is to stay together even though you're not necessarily happy yeah. And then he goes on to say, you know, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Which yeah. in the context of that really kind of flips that on its head for me. Once I started looking at it that way of like, he's, it's almost like whenever you're like, you, you have like a mantra, you repeat to yourself to like sh- forcefully shift your mind t- into a perspective. Right. So mm. to me, I always looked at it once, once I kind of figured out what the song was about, I've always looked at the, all right, all right, all right. It's like him telling himself it's all right. It's all right. Over and mm-hmm. over again. Okay. Okay. I can see that. I definitely catch that right off the bat. But like you said, I pulled up the lyrics, which, which I just did as well, and listen to you as as your with your explanation. Yeah, this song is. <laughs> I can't listen to the song the same now. But it's very hard to pick up on that because, yeah. like you know, what's cooler oh. than cool? Ice, Ice cold. cold. <laughs> you know, like you got you have like the the like fan callback section. You have the shake it. Shake it, shake it, shake it. Mm-hmm. Like, just, it's such a fun sounding song, bro. Like, 80% yeah. of the song, I feel like, was written to the, distract you from those, like, four lines that I should tell you what it's about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God dang it, Andre. Freaking. He did it again. <laughs> he did it again. Yeah, Andre strikes again. It's, yeah, yeah. I, honestly, I've never really, like, t- took that much of a deep dive. And even when listening to the song, I was like, I got to find what this song like. I caught a couple little nuggets here and there. And then I fell right into the trap of, all right, all right, all right, all right. Now shake it. Now shake it. Like, I just I just kind of just got distracted. <laughs> and every time the song came out at the end of the playlist, I was like, yeah, that was a fun time. I was like. I will have to admit, <laughs> this was one that I did not figure out on my own years ago, probably on Reddit or some, like, I don't know, Facebook post that a bunch of people comment someone uh, there was a comment somewhere online where someone was talking about this which caused me to go back it was around the same time where i was like trying to like kind of broaden my horizons i remember like i was like okay i've listened like i I know i like rap but i've only listened to like these same you know 30 50 songs kind of on repeat Mm -hmm. for the last couple let me try and branch out find something new and i was like kind of discovering like oh outcast andre 3000 blah 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 um yeah this was one it it took me I was kind of stuck on what was going to be because this was the, my very last pick and I was kind of stuck on what I was going to do. And I was actually looking at some Tame Impala songs 
Okay. But most of his like actual like kind of darker depressing songs kind of sound dark and depressing once you yeah. think about it. So I was like, ah. And then it's all of a sudden I was like, oh yeah. So, hey yeah, such a good example of this. They had another. I had another song I wanted to put on here, and I debated on making a last minute change, but I was like, it's too late in the week, and we had a lot of stuff going on, so I was like, I'm just gonna stick with the songs that we have. But another good song that has a hidden message in it that it's obvious, but you know you still gotta pay attention to it is "Ignorant Shit" by Jay Z. If you can mm. find this song, it's a bop. The problem was I tried to find it on YouTube Music and it wasn't on there anymore because I guess the American Gangster album is no longer what? on there. I know it hurt my feelings. So, but it is on Spotify, and I may tag it on to at the end of this uh, on the Spotify playlist for those who want to hear it. But that's a good song. Jay Z kind of kind of messes messes with your head, similar to Andre 2000 a little bit. Yeah, on the song. So because that's um, that one is not what it seems like surface level for sure. Exactly. Exactly. So. That'll be y'all's homework assignment for the week. <laughs> so, but anywho, uh, thank you for listening to the show. Um, don't forget to do all the things: like, follow, share, and subscribe. We're everywhere you listen to podcasts. Our website is afterplaylist.com. and we're on mainly on Instagram at afterplaylistpod. In another time, I would have got that right the first time. <laughs> but no, nah, we just, you know. In another time. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, but yeah, uh, tell us what, what you think. Have you been uh, pleasantly surprised by a song or unpleasantly surprised by a song? <laughs> unpleasantly uh, surprised might be a better way to put it for some of yeah. these. <laughs> for, for some of the songs featured on this playlist or just another song in general, uh, let us know. And uh, again, thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.